Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. This is the Simi Sarah Show On Demand. Subscribe now on iTunes. Listen to the show each weekday 10 to 2 on 980 CKNW and through the Radio Player app. When the moon hits your eye like a big pizza pie, that's amore. What better thing to talk about on a Friday afternoon than pizza? And who would have thought that you could find some internationally acclaimed pizza right here in Metro Vancouver? That is what you would be eating if you stopped by Emilio Fanati Pizzeria, one in White Rock, one in Langley, and they just came in third at the International Pizza Expo in Las Vegas. They were competing against 200 other pizza shops from all over the world, and they were very happy to come in third. Aaron Gehrman's with us now, the operations manager for Emilio Fanati Pizzeria. Hi, Aaron. Hey, Simi. Thanks for having me on. Hubba hubba, ding ding. When it comes to flavor, baby, we got everything. Wow. How long have you been working on that? <laughs> uh, just about 10 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me about the International Pizza Expo. That must have been intense. Oh, my God. So much fun, Simi. Uh, it's 60 football fields of everything pizza from equipment to production to, com- really? to competitors coming in. And you actually get to try what they're making as well. So if you can make it for the thir- for the first 30 minutes when the competitors are cooking off their pizzas, it's just you try it. You try and fit more in. So you try and get as much walking in. You have to as right? you can. So so you, you can, can stay eat. hungry. Uh, first of all, next year, please take me. And second, <laughs> so what was your plan? Like, what was your game plan for competing? And you must have been nervous when you see what everybody else is doing too. It's uh, it's a little bit cutthroat. Uh, I try and do something new every time I go down, and that's the whole sport of it. It's really exciting in that in that sense. Uh, so the only thing I brought down uh, this time around was just our crust and our sauce. Uh, Galbani cheese was really supportive of hooking us up with a really good whole milk, blended skim milk mozzarella cheese to compete with. A uh, local uh, restaurant opened its doors to us, uh, Pizzeria Monzu, just in Las Vegas. Beautiful pizzeria. Uh, Gio, uh, Giovanni Maru was very nice to let me into his kitchen, help yourself, whatever you need. So Really? Uh, it was like a, a brotherhood of pizzas. Yeah, it's it's so fa- like Like, at the competition... It's very family oriented. Uh, everyone's wishing each other luck. Pat's on the back. Do you need this? Do you need that? Any way I can help nice. out? Nice. No, so not like any reality TV cooking show we've ever seen before. No, it's 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 <laughs> very, very lovely. It's very family. Okay. All of us. And pizza so, shops. what was the pizza that won it for you? Like, what did you put on it? So we did a, a medley, a mushroom medley. I did king oyster mushroom and cremini, and I sautéed it in white wine, citrus apricots, mm. a little bit of truffle salt, extra virgin olive oil, and it sang to me in harmony of flavor, and it just, the aroma... You're like, oh, this is it, this is a winning pizza right here. I did incorporate some fresh tarragon as well, which really helps oh. really helps bring out the, uh, the, the essence of the mushroom, and it just played really well with this natural applewood smoked bacon that uh, the pizzeria had as well, and it 
on with our tomato sauce and our own house recipe crust. It was beautiful. You are very big on your house recipe crust because you said that is your closely guarded secret. How long did it take you to develop this? Well, in the first, uh, I, I love White Rock, uh, how supportive they were in 2005 when we were starting up. And I would sleep on bags of grain, sometimes working 20 hours a day oh. into the night developing this recipe. And it took about six, seven months to get it to get it going. Uh, and, you know, uh, my first my first week open, people in the community would try me out. They're like, hey, your heart's in the right place. You have a lot of passion. We're going to come try you back in a few months. So that was my motivation. To, they wanted you to develop a little bit more. Yeah, exactly. To, and it just kind of played out. Like, I just followed my... my my spidey pizza sense and I need a little bit less of this and a little bit more of this and Your spidey pizza sense. That's and, good. And all my friends in the community were definitely helpful and, and helping me work late and, and, and sampling. Okay. So this secret pizza crust that you have, what can you tell us about it? Is it, it do you use like the OO flour, the pizza, like that stuff? I keep it pretty locked down. It is all Canadian grain. That's all you're going to tell me. And uh, that's it. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. <laughs> Really? That secret? How long did it take you before you knew? Like the first time you tried that crust, you're like, oh, okay, I nailed it. This is good. Uh, just, just hearing feedback from our friends, family, and overall how it, how it uh, settled on the, the gastronomy. It's, it's very good on the body. It uh, it's, has a lower gluten content because we incorporate some vegetable flours in with the recipe as well. Oh. So it kind of gives it that unique characteristic. It holds well for transportation. The pizza I brought out today was from Langley. I baked it fresh this morning. Uh, about an it's hour, delicious. hour and a half in transport, and it's so good. I had a pizza there. I had a piece in the commercial break. So you've got one, the vegetarian one over there. Tell me what's on that. So it's these are both custom. You can't find them on the menu, but we're we are happy to build them. Uh, we did a kind of variation of our very veggies. So we have onion, roasted red bell pepper, green and black olive, roasted potato, roasted butternut squash. I've never had a pizza that had both roasted butternut squash. And roasted potato on it before. Flavor boom. It is a flavor boom. You're absolutely right about that. But have you ever had a moment where you did something and were like, okay, well, this clearly doesn't work. This never make this pizza again. There has been some creations over the years where you got to shut one eye and look at it a little bit hard. Some people, they have been some people's favorites. We had an oyster garlic pizza, which is fantastic for any flight that's around 10 hours. You take that on board and no one's going to sit around you. <laughs> <laughs> so tell me, how would you describe your crust, right? Because it used to be for the longest time, we just had one type of pizza crust. And now it's, everybody's very big on the uh, Napolitano pizza crust, right? The very chewy kind of charred in some places pizza crust. How would you describe yours? Our, the recipes that I put together for the company are Italian influenced. I've I've been very lucky, lucky to work with really good Italian chefs over the years. I'm not formally trained; it's all self-taught. So I, after my first pizza job, when I was 16, I I knew that then and there that I I you loved it so much that that's it. Yeah, I, I wanted my own pizza place. So every pizza shop I worked for, every chef I, wor I worked for, I asked if I could take a little bit with me and put it towards my own place one day. And and you did. And it, which reminds me, Emilio Finati. Where does that name come from? Okay, so going going back, uh, going back in time into the theater of the mind. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, going back to the 1950s, my dad Ray, he had a friend named Emilio Finati, and they hung out and they made snacks and food, and it was the food they made which brought the friends and family together. It's a beautiful thing. That's deep. So my dad loved food all of his life. He was a traveling salesman. He was TripAdvisor before TripAdvisor. He knew every diner, drive-in, and dive. You'd have to if you're a traveling salesman, right? <laughs> in I North America. That. Yeah, especially pizzerias. And I started crafting pizza at home. And 
sure enough, uh, brought people. He, history was starting to repeat itself, and it was bringing the friends and family together whenever I made pizza at home. He said, boy, you should start your own pizzeria one day and call it after my friend Emilio Finotti. Your dad told you that? Told me that when I was, when I was just a little, a little shaver. And, he, and so that's exactly what you did. So I took all the scratch I saved up over the years because I, I wanted this so bad. So yeah. every, every job, every little company I ran on the side and took, took everything. I instead love that. Of, instead of investing it in a post-secondary education, I went to my own pizza university. Or an RSP, I'm guessing. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> this is it for you too. So you won in the traditional category, is that right? So like, what were some of the other categories at the Pizza Expo? So there's uh, the Roman division, the Pan division. And Pan division, it's really hard on the judges. Sometimes they need to swap the judges out halfway through the well, competition. Can you imagine eating that much pan pizza? Oh, some of these guys, they, they were some of the judges were complaining because they couldn't sleep at night from just... Yeah, that's probably <laughs> the super duper cheesy and crusty. And, and Yeah. That sounds pretty good good actually uh there's neapolitana neapolitan which are pretty similar um and you get the it's it's great watching the italians in these in some of these competitions because they're like so intense like, yeah i love the italian culture and 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 the blood boils that you it's and the camaraderie it's amazing that would be so cool so what do you think won it for you like, we got you third place this year this is the traditional category but everything you've told us this is not a traditional pizza you do things differently yeah i've always played my, by my own rules and yeah. and i being a chef, it's never played out better for me. But yeah, our, our pizza is is unique in the sense where I've it, it is a little uh, how can I say? It's like you on a pizza. Yeah, but way better tasting. <laughs> <laughs> We are talking about great pizza with the help of Aaron German, who's the operations manager at Emilio Fanati Pizzeria. They have two locations and we're talking about them because they recently competed in the International Pizza Expo in Las Vegas, along with hundreds of other shops from all over the world. And Aaron received third place in the traditional category at the expo. Is there anything that you won't put on pizza? I will try anything. I'm always experimenting. Like what about fish? Yeah, we have a salmon chaperone pizza. We uh, back in the day, we also had a tuna fish pizza. Um, the salmon really? chaperone it is actually actually does quite well. I Why is it called the salmon chaperone? Well, let me tell you. We use a uh, we use a smoked salmon. Okay. Um, it's uh, a, a wild caught here uh, here just off of our shores. And the aroma of the pizza is not only amazing, but it will follow you around all day long. <laughs> this is not office. The chaperone. It is not office food, people. But first, it is surprisingly ordered during the lunch hour. I don't know where it's going. Fortunately, you did not bring that for us today, so we won't have to worry about the small <laughs> office space that we have here for sure. Now, you have brought somebody with you today. You have your lovely fiance, Celine, and I asked you in the commercial break how the two of you met. Now, tell me this. Tell us the story. One day, she walked in with her roommate uh, when I was working at the White Rock location. They lived in the apartments above, and I believe it was a Friday or Saturday night, and absolutely everything stopped when she came in. Uh, production just uh, just slowed down. And it was like a moment at of a movie a moment in time absolutely and i worked into you know me trying to strike up a conversation and that slowly segued into me writing cute little notes in her pizza box and drawing cute little pictures because you know that could have gone either way that could have been like who is this creepy guy putting notes in my pizza box it's either it's, <laughs> it's either really charming or kind of greasy yeah exactly <laughs> what i was thinking but clearly she found it really charming thank goodness thank goodness <laughs> yeah thank goodness no kidding how persistent were you uh, fairly, I, I would uh, I would try and keep my eye out, or my staff noticed that that I was um, 
always I, a little bit more interested inter- when she came in, that so, kind of thing. So sometimes they would be like, hey, it's Celine walking by. And I'd be like, okay, I'll be right back. <laughs> That's adorable. Uh, maybe you could give us some tips here as well, Aaron, because a lot of people, we try to make pizza at home and we're getting better and better at it, right? People, we, people have the pizza stones. We try the different flowers. Like, what is the key? Help us out. I think the misconception with pizza stones is I don't think people are heating them up enough before they actually... Ah put their pizza on the stone. So when heating up a pizza stone in the oven, make sure you give it like a good hour. Maybe An hour? Maybe even a little bit longer, just so that stone can really retain that heat. Uh, honestly, for home pizza at home or, you know, take and bake pizza from your favorite place, a steel sheet in the oven will sometimes is more effective than using a stone. I've just, seen just like pizza places that have like the those steel sh- pizza sheets, but holes in the bottom. Does that work better than just the plain solid sheet? Uh, I would recommend just just a plain solid sheet. Those pans are good for you know uh, convection. Uh, right. if, if you're doing that style, or if you're running it on, or if you're using it on the barbecue, definitely, definitely go that way. Do uh, you use the wood fired oven? Like, what do you cook your pizzas in? Well, we use a uh, it's a gas oven, just because our locations are are pretty residential. They won't allow us wood fire. Um, that is on the list down the road, maybe for a sit down restaurant, which would just be amazing. Oh, our, look at you giving pizza. away a few secrets here, aren't you? Yeah, a little, 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 maybe, little, little maybe. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you have a, uh, and how hot does that oven get then? So, what are you putting the pizzas in? Uh, it's a brick lined oven which is which is great for not only heat retention and recovery right. time but but it really contributes to the overall characteristic of our pizza and the way we bake it uh, we keep it at around anywhere from 600 to 670, 675 Fahrenheit okay wow what do you think then is the secret to a great pizza because sometimes they're too saucy sometimes too cheesy I noticed that yours didn't have cheese on them on those particular ones that you brought, the one that I had, anyway. There's cheese. On the other one? Yeah. Oh, the, was there? It's just about balance and keeping it low, low moisture. Nobody likes soggy pizza. True that, right? And a good crust is always an excellent foundation. Okay, so what pizza would you, like, or sorry, what cheese would you tell people to use? Uh, you go for a blend. Go for uh, a 50-50 blend, uh, whole milk mozzarella or skim milk, or skim milk mozzarella, or just create a... Uh, with with vegans now being three uh, percent of of the of the marketplace, it leaves a lot of room for creativity to do either cheeseless pizzas or what I've been seeing pop up is now nut based cheeses, which are fantastic and they're actually relatively easy to make at home as well. Really? Because I would rather just have a cheeseless pizza. I don't need cheese on my pizza. Yeah, same. I veggie vegetarian pizzas. I I absolutely love. Yeah, and I love to experiment with. How old were you when you say when you first kind of started making these pizzas? You said you were a kid, but how how young were you? I started uh, Ninja Turtles was a huge influence for me as a as a young man. <laughs> this is the nineties we're talking about, right? Yeah, you bet. <laughs> so you don't want to say exactly when that was, but uh, if I'm doing my math right, that would have been the mid nineteen nineties. I, I was uh, fourteen when I started experimenting in the kitchen. Okay. That's so fascinating to me that you've had this long-time love of pizza and you've turned it into the thing that you do now, award-winning. What's next for you? Where do you go from here? Uh, we're looking for entrepreneurs to help share in our success as we location scout uh, anyone that wants to get on board. Feel free to email me directly and uh, wow, ride this. Making p- a pitch for the business ride, too. Ride this pizza roller coaster. Thank, thank you. <laughs> do you want to give us your email just to make that easier for yourself? That is thebigcheese at emiliofanati.com. <laughs> That's actually your email address? <laughs> that is my email address, yes. The big cheese at emiliofanati.com. And let's bring the pizza to the people because what is 
a better way to say love to a community than, than through a slice of pie. I love that. Cause you'd think there's so many good pizza places out there now, right? Compared to what you saw 20 years ago. Oh, there's, it's amazing how the industry has transformed and it's become so competitive where the chefs are coming out of, out of the woodwork and they're developing their skills to really bring a good product to the audience. And it's, it's just absolutely beautiful. If there's one thing that I would say, uh, that is awesome about this industry is that some of these chefs will actually work collectively together with and, and cross promote. I love wh- that, which I'm more than game with. Um, you know, other pizzerias, feel free to contact me. And, and maybe we need like a local pizzeria showdown. Oh man, that would be so amazing, wouldn't it? I want to be a judge, Emilio. <laughs> Emilio, <laughs> Aaron, where are the locations of the uh, Emilio Fanati Pizzeria? So we have uh, our original location in White Rock. I'll actually be working. I'll actually be giving the franchise owner there a break this next week. I'll be working in White Rock this next week, which okay. I'm very excited. They've got an awesome team there, and our second location is in Langley City. It's a big yellow building with cool pizza characters spray painted on it. You can't miss it. Is it right in downtown Langley? Yeah, right downtown Langley, 20125 Fraser Highway. There you go. Check it out. That is Emilio Fanati Pizza. It is delicious. Thank you very much, Aaron, for coming in today. In advance, thank you everyone for your appetite and thanks for having me on the show today.